subject matter, coarse language, intense situations, and is meant for an adult audience. Listener discretion is advised. to our imagination. The same keys can unlock the fear that lives inside of us. Bleeders Digest, issue number 26. All the monsters come out at night. This story is called All the Monsters Come Out at Night, written by Spider One. I'm standing in the corner of my son Alex's bedroom watching him play. He's so engrossed in his model car, he doesn't even know I'm there. Either that or he's ignoring me. He's seven years old. It's a great age. Hey, dude, it's getting late. Time for bed, I say. He doesn't look up. Yeah, definitely ignoring me. I give him another second or two before I pick up this little toy laser gun from his shelf. I pull the trigger. That gets his attention. Dad? Uh, duh, yeah. Who do you think it is? Come on. Time for bed. You want a quick story before lights out? Um, sure, yeah. That would be nice. Cool. Any requests? I don't know. Cat in the Hat, maybe? Cat in the Hat? Come on, we must have read that a hundred times. Besides, you're getting a little old for that stuff, don't you think? He just stares at me. Hey, I have a new story. A scary story. How about that? Scary? Yeah, come on, you'll love it. It's, it's kind of like Cat in the Hat. It's just no cats or hats. or You know, actually, it's nothing like that, but it does rhyme. I don't know. You're not scared, are you? I tease. No. He lied. Let's go, big guy. Get under the covers. It's story time. So Alex climbs into bed, and I take a seat next to him. Hang on. I need to dim the lights. It makes the story better. I dim the lamp on his nightstand, and he nervously pulls the blanket up a little higher. You ready? Where's the book? He asks. Oh, I don't need the book. I have this story memorized. Dad, I don't know about this. Shh. Just listen. You'll be fine. I lean close to his ear and say, This story is called, All the Monsters Come Out at Night. He gulps anxiously and I begin. All the monsters come out at night looking for a bite. An arm, leg, a child's head would make them feel just right. Do you have to talk in that weird voice? He interrupts. Yes, I say. All the monsters come out at dark. At least that's what they say. Their bulging eyes glow from moonlit skies as they look for helpless prey. <laughs> He looks nervous. You good? I ask. He just looks at me. I'll take that as a yes. Some people say that monsters aren't real, but I can say for certain 
They surely are, and one's not far. He's right behind your curtain. <laughs> His teeth are long and soaked with blood and hungry for a kill. The air goes cold as he gets close. Now can you feel the chill? It is getting pretty cold in here, isn't it, I say? No. Really? I'm freezing. Anyway. Then a knock at his bedroom door. We both jump. Shh. It's Mom, I whisper. Everything all right in there? Shouldn't you be sleeping? I look at Alex, motioning him to say something. Yeah, Mom's... Sorry, I had a dream. I'll go back to sleep. Okay. Good night. Good night. That was a close one. Okay, back to the story. Dad, why do you want to tell me scary stories? I mean, I know you like them, but I'm not sure I understand. I don't know. I I guess I just don't want you to grow up scared of the world. I want to make sure that no matter what you... What you have to face as you grow up, you'll always be able to find the courage to be strong, you know? Yeah, okay. But I won't have to face monsters in life. They're not real. Of course they are. Haven't you been paying attention to this story? Clearly I need to continue. Monsters creep and crawl and slither, making squishing sounds. Their flesh is wet and cold and covered with sores from head to ground. They do not worry about your feelings or unanswered prayers. They'll eat your face just for a taste they do not fucking care. Dad. What? You said the F word. Oh, did I? Whatever, it's just a word. Now stop interrupting. It's just getting good. It's easy to dismiss and think that monsters are a joke. But no one laughs when they can't breathe and begin to cough and choke. From razor claws clamped on necks, squeezing oh so tight. You'll spit up blood and soon go blind as your eyeballs roll to white. Gross. Yeah. Legends say that we create the monsters that we fear. If you dread the dark, then from the shadows they will appear. If water is what cripples you and sends you to the grave, be assured that they are waiting underneath the waves. Afraid of bugs, then what you'll get a spider standing tall, taller than the biggest man and lurking in the hall. Scared of needles, well here he comes, needle man on the run. He'll inject you with his poison hands and watch you die for fun. <laughs> what? Needleman. Oh, you like Needleman, huh? Just sounded kind of funny. I smile inside. Scared little Alex is starting to toughen up. My backwards parenting skills are starting to pay off. I heard a story about a kid and a thing that brought him gloom. He was scared of something strange, and that thing was his room. Every time he walked in there, he felt like he was cursed. Something about those four walls made him feel the worst. Now you know, because this is what was living in his head. There definitely, absolutely was a monster under his bed. I stopped and turned my head slowly to face Alex. He looked back at me. We both sat silently for a moment. What? Why did you stop? 
I got deadly serious and said, Aren't you going to check? Check what? Under the bed. He took a second and finally said, No. Come on, check under the bed. I mean, you said monsters weren't real, so I'm sure that there's nothing under there, right? Alex doesn't say anything else, but slowly and sort of gravely starts to shuffle over the edge of the mattress. He hangs upside down and peeks under his bed. He's quiet for a moment, till eventually proclaiming, Nothing under here. I told you. Dad? I don't answer. Alex pulls himself up onto the bed, but I'm gone. He looks around his room. I'm nowhere to be seen. Dad? Nothing. Then finally I say, Check the closet. Monsters always hide in the closet. Alex smiles a little. He hops out of bed and stomps towards the closet and pulls open the door. I'm not there. His eyes widen in confusion. Dad? Dad! 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 Then the bedroom door swings open and his mom is there. She flicks on the light. Alex, what's going on? Are you okay? Alex looks confused. It was Dad. He's, he said he was in the closet, but he's not there. He's hiding. Hiding somewhere in my room. His mom moves close, wraps her arms around him, and gives him a small kiss on the head. Come on. Let's get you back in bed. It's late. But... You need to sleep, Alex. She gets him into bed and covers him with a blanket. You want a quick story to settle you down? No. I'm okay. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, kid. She heads out, switches off the light, and begins to shut the door, but stops to look back at Alex. Hey. I miss him too, you know. All the Monsters Come Out at Night. Written by Spider-One. Featuring Spider-One as Dad and Monster. Chrissy Fox as Alex and Mom. Engineering, production, and sound design by Chrissy Fox. Theme music by Tyler Connolly, Chrissy Fox, and Trevor Shand. Bleeder's Digest is created and curated by Spider-One, Chrissy Fox, Trevor Shand, and Lauren Shand. Subscribe on your favorite podcast provider to never miss an episode. Bleeder's Digest is a presentation of the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. It's the Bleeder's Digest. Oh, it's Joe. Oh, spooky. Now that's a special one we can wrap it all up. You look like the ghost of Chris. Well, you've got, it's hard to see, but you got a beard, dude? Yeah, I grew a beard. Like a festive Father Christmas beard. Oh, my God. It's full gray beard. Yeah, he told our daughter that he's Santa, and I think she's starting to No, I just it. ran out of razors, and I didn't feel like <laughs> buying anymore because they're expensive. Are you going to let it grow? I'm going to let, let it, grow. it grow. Yeah. Oh I'm going to be like ZZ Top. What's the longest you've ever gone grow, leaving your beard? Full beard, not that long. This is one of the longest times, but uh, back in the my hip-hop days, bro, I uh, I used to have this goatee, and I let it grow really long, and then I had beard extension braids with beads on them. Yeah, so I had like these three, two or three, I don't remember, like 
braided extensions. Yeah, beaded up. It was pretty hardcore. I got to wow. see a picture of that. We should do that again. That was kind of cool. We got to post it on the Bleeders Digest. I got to find uh, pictures of that. I don't know if they exist anymore. That, but that was uh, back in the MC Spider days. Yeah, I heard. Um, I've heard some stories about that. But yeah, the beard is coming in nicely. Like ninety five percent gray. So if you're doing Santa Claus thing this year. That would be awesome. I, I remember last year's Santa Claus was uh, was pretty impressive. It'll be even more immersive with the actual beard. Yeah. It makes me look very manly too. Like very... <laughs> it was the swearing Santa. Remember? Oh gosh! Oh, oh yeah. shit! Oh, oh shit! Oh, oh, holy shit! Well, we couldn't, we couldn't let our kid go sit on Santa's knee. It was like the height of COVID, so Santa had to come somehow. And uh, she swears more than he does. So I like know. that we were like two minutes into this. We're completely off track. No, this is great. This is great. This is great. Well, if anyone needs an introduction to who we are, I'm Trevor. Oh, yeah. oh my god! I'm Chrissy. I'm Santa Claus. And Santa just uh, told you a terrifying tale. Oh, Santa tells tales of the horrific. So that was uh, at time of release, the end of season one. And that was uh, written by Spider. That was all the monsters come out at night. Yes. Yeah. The final episode of season one. I can't believe we made it. There were full it was kind of a sweet little like story to lead us into Christmas. Yeah, right? I thought I wanted to do one. I hope, anyways, with a little bit of heart for this time of year, and uh, you know, because all our stories are pretty bleak, right? <laughs> like well, most I mean, them, it's horror. It's yeah. not supposed to be happy. So I thought this one, even though yeah, you know, it wasn't scary, but it was, it was, it was a little sad. I think it's kind it's of scary. pretty scary, man. Yeah. I don't know. I liked it. I was. Uh, Enjoyed doing that one. What was your gateway into this one? Did you come up with the twist first and then work your way back? Or did you kind of come up with the story that's being read to the kid first? I Well, I think I knew I wanted to do one. Since we started this, I knew I, I, I had this idea of doing a whole entire story that was all like a children's story. Like the whole thing rhymed. I remember you were saying that. Yeah. Yeah. But then I thought, man, that's going to be hard to do. Like, you know, 10 pages of Dr. Seuss horror would be. So that was sort of the jumping off point that to do something with that in mind, but then turn it into a story with this dad is, you know, who's passed away. We don't know why, but uh, OK, so I'm not giving it away because they already listened. To yeah, it. They already yeah. They've, they've heard it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So sort of have this bittersweet moment where the dad is, you're not quite sure what's going on because it seems kind of. uh nefarious at the beginning but then turned out to be kind of nice you know well i think that in my opinion i think the monster killed him the monster in his room the monster killed the dad yeah and, uh, and then oh. and then it, like was it really the dad talking was it the monster i mean you could take it a lot of different ways i think the I, mom killed them all maybe. <laughs> maybe. she seemed kind of like cold to the whole thing like no i'm just kidding oh like, well, man you always give moms a bad rap. <laughs> and Chrissy, you playing the mother and Alex, did you voice Alex alongside the dad reading the story? Or did you piece it together? No, I, I did them all separate. I just kind of did all of Alex's lines and then I did all the moms right after. But we recorded the story first. So it helped, you know, the monster voices and stuff. It helped to kind of 
get motivation. But yeah, I, I had to play super young in that one. So it was kind of like trying to figure out the real, a really young boy voice was kind of fun to do. Yeah. Uh, it's like nasally. I don't know. Do a line from it. Why do you have to talk about boys, Dad? Wow. How do you do it? You have to use that scary voice. Hey, Something yeah. like nice. That. <laughs> nice. I think mine was better. <laughs> <laughs> but man, yeah. So here we are. Yeah, this is crazy. So I know we're going to do a wrap up show, but did you guys have a favorite episode or story of the whole season? Wow. You know what? I got to say the very first one, uh, the first one I remember hearing out of all of them, I think was the whisper that Spider had sent over. That kind of, to me, set a lot of the tone for the whole project. And when I heard that, it really blew me away because he was, uh, you know, again, one of the one of the first of us to actually sit down and figure out a way to present it. I, I think it was you, you and Spider with your stories. That really kind of made me go, holy shit, like this is going to be something that's really, really interesting and unique. So that would probably be my my pick. That's cool. That makes sense, too. The first release. What about you, Lauren? I do love the tapes of King's Chapel. I really like Scarlett was so scared by that story. And she was like, this is so scary. I don't think I can listen to this anymore. And, And she really loved it. And. I think it's just like a perfect story and it's so scary and it was done so well. And I really, it's like probably one of my favorites. Oh, that's awesome. And I would say, I would say most disturbing my sick little friend by far. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Adam's performance on that too was. That was just a story. Yeah, for real. (laughs) You know, it's so funny that you said that one because I, I went back and like listened to it again today, just randomly because I was driving to a workout class and I wanted to like revisit a couple of the episodes. And I just went to that one randomly. I was like, I haven't listened to this since it came out. And yeah, I, I, I was so, I'm so happy with that story. And Adam was like, it's so scary in it. Like full nightmares. They're all okay. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I have a favorite. I think they're also, you know, I think the cool thing about this podcast is that everybody, has a really unique voice, mm-hmm. you know, in the way that they approach their stories. So it doesn't get redundant. There's a, there's a variety in the way that we each approach writing that's unique. And so, you know, I think that, you know, if you ask listeners out there what their favorites, they'd you'd probably get a hundred different answers. Well, not a hundred yeah. because we don't have a hundred stories, but you but, would get 26 different answers because. <laughs> no, you know, I agree. I mean, if I was going to pick, I would probably pick, I agree with what he's saying. I think I'd pick a favorite from each writer because I think everyone is so unique. Like I think for Trevor, my favorite was daddy issues. There's something about the chemistry between you and Bill that I thought was really cool. I loved both of your stories, but I thought that one was, um, I don't know. There's something like really jarring about that story in in a way that I really liked. And then Lauren, I share, I think she already knows, but I'd say Mr. Nobody. Cause I just always thought that story was very, it was kind of like the, when a spider's talking about heart, that was kind of like the sweet story kind of amongst all the other madness that was happening at the time when that came out. So, and then spider, um, I think probably I'd still say tapes of King's chapel is my favorite. You've got a few, um, but I, I like, I like that one a lot. 
And then I think for my own, my favorite one that I did, I still think is the thing in the road. I just like the sister dynamic. I think it's just like a something I like related to a lot. And I was actually talking to Katie Cassidy about it today. And she was like, oh my God, I just love this story. She was like, texting me about it so it was, it was really fun to get to work with her on that um, yeah she was fantastic yeah, it on was that. a really good story yeah, it was really fun she was great yeah but I'm, I'm proud of us i can't believe we did 26 fucking episodes that's insane and amazing. more on the way it's more on the way. more craziness what's great i've been sitting here looking at our data data you know when we started this we didn't really know what we were in for I didn't. I mean, you guys have been in the podcast game for a while, but we haven't. But I just look at, you know, uh, anyone doing podcasts knows, I guess you could you can look up like who listens and where they listen. It's just it's pretty amazing. You know, when you look at where people listen to this podcast, like all over the world, there's a map of the world. And other than some select areas in like Africa or Iraq, like we are listened to everywhere. Yeah, what's up, Iraq? Why aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm angry. They have other issues to deal with <laughs> okay. right now. That's but you know, I mean, you know, obviously the states and Canada and the UK and Australia are other, you know, but but you, you go down the list and there's like, you know, people in Turkey and Jamaica and Croatia and Pakistan, and it's amazing. It's, yeah, it's amazing that uh, that we've been able to reach so many people with these wacky horror stories you know lauren you wanted to read a review which you can do over at apple it it helps the show continue to get found and it really really helps grow the show within the algorithm and uh we appreciate it so much we've gotten a lot of really yeah it's it's insane there's been like a boom in the last little while which is unbelievable the last episode why don't you read a few of them since we're getting you know in january when we come back uh, hopefully there'll be new ones Okay, well, this is very fitting because, like, it makes me think of the holidays. Ho oh, yeah, ho ho. Since we've been nice, nice. talking all about Santa, and it's from Mardi Gras, but it's <laughs> Marty. Um, really amazing short story horror podcast. Heard episode eighteen on another podcast. It scared me. I subscribed, binged it, and didn't even skip episode eighteen the next time I heard it. Ooh, thanks, Marky. And then the next one is too good. Oh, and both of these are five stars. So, yes, this is from a very long name Zafra Bribbalox. Wow. (laughs) Zafra Bribbalox. Yeah, she said, yeah, Zafra Bribbalox. It said, just a thought for your sign off at the end of your post show is horror at you later. Nice. (laughs) We're gonna try that out tonight. Horror at you later. Okay. I'll read one more. Yeah, give us one more. Give us one more. Um, amazing five stars. There is absolutely nothing that I do not love about this podcast. It's perfect, which is in all caps. And I hope to hear more and more and more. And that's from Clo Title. Perfect, but they gave us two stars. No, I don't know. Five stars. We should also thank, uh, since this is sort of wrapping it up, uh, thank uh, Bloody Disgusting, right? Yes, definitely. And uh, Creepy. Yes. Hell yeah. John Creepy. And SCP and Pacific, who is just so awesome and so kind. And they're such great people and they really want to see our show succeed. 
And that's so cool and generous and it's yeah, such a great family to be a part of. They both gave yeah. us uh what do they call that, Trev? Feed squat feed drop. Feed yeah, feed drop. And they helped us out and in them by them doing that, they opened up our uh us to a whole different audience and a larger audience and was really helpful and uh yeah, really appreciate their support and kind of cool. Like in most uh, businesses, you know, the competition doesn't want to see you succeed, but in podcasting, it seems to be the opposite. In podcasting, right? Like if someone listens to one, they usually listen to a bunch of different podcasts. It's kind of a shared universe in that sense, especially with ones that are telling stories, which is really interesting. And it's a fun community to be a part of for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think we all occupy a different space, even though we share probably a similar audience. We sort of all approach it in a different way, and uh, there's there's plenty to go around for everybody. The bloody disgusting family has been amazing, and we're very lucky to be a part of it. So definitely and, the best. And we actually have the best fans for a new podcast. The way people interact with us every week and are always like commenting and giving feedback it's it's pretty awesome and. Trev and Lauren have been doing this longer than Spider and I with the Boo Crew. And this was our first introduction into doing a podcast. And it's been like so exciting and just makes you want to like do it every week. So it, it's a lot to do with, you know, people responding and yeah, the reviews and hitting us up on social media and wanting to submit stories. And, you know, that's the super exciting to me. We should uh, promote some of the stuff at time of release that's coming up over the holidays. Some interesting things that are going on. Bleeders Digest adjacent. And Chrissy, you can talk about one of those things. Yes, I have a film coming out um, December 21st called I Live Alone, starring Bonnie Aarons, the nun herself, and Nalling Morena. And it is a crazy horror film. Um, it's going to be on available on VOD. And if you pre-order it now... Um, we very much appreciate it. It's available for pre-order on Apple. And we are actually premiering at LA Comic-Con this weekend on Sunday. So if you're LA local and happen to be going to Comic-Con, make sure you come. You can see the film first and you also can join in on the panel and meet everybody. And um, we're going to do some fun Christmas ornament crafting at uh, the Horrible Imaginings booth. So that's very exciting. Is Bonnie um, Aaron's going to be there making uh, Christmas ornaments? Yes, she is. She will be making all of the ornaments. So, yeah. <laughs> holy shit! Wow, that's yeah. worth the price of admission right there. Yeah, I think totally. he said the last time she's been there was with at the with the Boo Crew like years ago. Yeah, so, wow. Right. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah, and Spider produced on the film. So Spider's going to be at the panel as well. So if you want to come see his beard, you know, I recommend yeah. it before I make him shave it. My beard has yeah. its own booth. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be even like another two weeks, another two weeks or another week away. This weekend. weekend we got another week of growth. Yeah, it's so it's even more impressive. Yeah. 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 Really <laughs> just going to steal the show. You should Ooh, decorate it with Christmas oh, lights. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Santa suit. Spider, yeah. is there any news on Allegoria heading into the last part of this year, or is that something that's going to be a more of a 2022 thing? Uh, I mean, nothing I can share. I mean, if, if anyone doesn't know, Allegoria is a feature that I wrote and directed uh, last year. Um, it will be coming out next year, and there's going to be some exciting news, but unfortunately... I don't feel comfortable announcing it yet, but maybe when we come back for our first episode and if we have a 
of next season of uh, Bleeders, and we have a post show. I can well, announce. We are here. going to have a next season. Well, I mean, when we yeah, <laughs> in January when we come back, <laughs> when, people are going to be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> Depending on my mood. Yeah, depending on the beard. But uh, yeah, there will be there will be news soon regarding that. Well, you want to tell them is what the film's about? No, not really. You don't it's want to talk their about business, it. Oh, really. okay, yeah. They need Sorry. to just watch it, and I'm very mysterious. Yeah, yeah. we need Mystique, right? The Mystique is dead comedy. these days. Yeah, yeah. there's new romantic comedy. It's a um, fan fiction to the Notebook, actually. <laughs> There is some uh, Boo Crew adjacent news for myself and Lauren. We're going to be at an event that's going to be held in Pasadena. Midsummer Screams Season Screamings. And that's December 17th and 19th if you're out in the L.A. area. And we're going to be talking to Zach Galligan live on stage star of gremlins one two which i have not seen i have not oh seen gosh. gremlins two yet i think i'm one of the only people in the world who has not seen gremlins two <laughs> and uh we're gonna make fools of ourselves uh doing that very poorly yep <laughs> we sure do if you oh, if man. you loved our work at the 20th anniversary of bloody disgusting come see it again I'm surprised anybody keeps asking us. I, I know it is. It is quite, quite impressive. <laughs> so we're going to be, are, are we going to commit? Are we going to talk about, we're going to be doing some other wrap up stuff over the holiday season. I've been pushing these guys and they seem to be okay with it. I think that we should dive in and just do a wrap up show that goes through every episode. And we talk about the story. We talk about the process of making it. And sometimes the special guests. You never know what can happen in our post shows, as we all know. So the wrap up show will be a thousand times crazier, I'm sure. But I'm really excited to just kind of go through that with with everybody. And you know, what would be really cool is if since we're not going to release it this coming Thursday, but we are going to release it the following. So you have time if you want to send us some questions to answer. That could be kind of cool to get some questions from you guys about certain episodes you liked and the process or whatever. Um, that could be fun and we'll include it in the wrap-up show. Yeah, definitely. So for any of those questions, you can hit us up on the website, bleedersdigest.com. That's D-I-E-G-E-S-T. And on Twitter and Instagram at Bleeders Digest. Again, D-I-E-G-E-S-T. If you're not going to unwrap the wrap-up shows, <laughs> happy holidays from all of us here at Bleeders Digest. And for Spider, Chrissy, Lauren, and myself, stay bloody, keep digesting, and hurrah at you later. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>